We have been where they are and have vacated their unjustifiable positions, casting them into the dung pile of the doctrines of men and of devils. The literal Christian confession is where we have arrived, the certifiable truth, first coming to the knowledge of it in the Spirit and then pragmatically. The unchanging Word of God is proven to be true and righteous altogether from the viewpoint of every academic perspective you can trust it. I once told a skeptic who later became a believer in the King of Glory that I knew where he was, but that he didn't know where I was. We have visited the positions of the unbelievers and found them to be foolishness. They suppose their argument to be superior, but that's only because they have never been to the place where the blood-bought reside. The Word of God has triumphed over all its detractors. They are mere grasshoppers in the presence of their Creator. Do you reside where the blood-bought do? Do you reside where the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth from all sin? He will take your guilt and your shame and cast them as far as the east is from the west, remembering it no more. He will give you power to live a holy, joyful, eternally purposeful life. Do you want to make a difference that lasts forever? Click on to Further with Jesus and follow the simple instructions. Today will be the best day of your life and tomorrow will be better. Now for today's subject. The man's facetious accusation was that if there was a God, he salted the dig. Click on to the following subjects. In other words, God planted information of all sorts that has misled man into believing, for example, that the earth is billions of years old, when in fact it's just over 6,000. Man's confusion is simply a product of his unbelief. This unbelief begins with God's initial declaration that he created all things out of that which is invisible. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Someone certainly has been salting the dig, but it's not God. As you should suspect, the scientific community will be the culprit guilty of spreading that salt liberally. The January 2007 issue of Discover was dedicated to the top 100 science stories of 2006. The following excerpt is the lead paragraph in story number 15 titled, Stem Cell Setbacks Inspire New Methods. The year 2006, the 10th anniversary of Dolly, the sheep's birth, began with a severe setback for stem cells boosters. Some patients, scientists, and politicians had dared hope that cloning technology could be used to create donor-compatible stem cells that can help treat disease. But after learning that work by South Korean scientist Woo Suk Wang had been faked, the journal Science retracted Wang's landmark papers from 2004 and 2005, which reported the first human embryonic stem cells from cloned embryos, end of quote. Mr. Wang solved the dig, and the now red-faced scientists, politicians, and the gullible media swallowed it hook, line, and sinker. The next piece of information from the March-April issue of Archaeology reports on an underlying structural fault that causes a considerable amount of the scientific world's fraudulent claims. The following excerpts are taken from the feature article, The Search for Peking Man. In the late 1990s, the Central Government's Ministry of Science and Technology offered the first round of big grants in the field of paleoanthropology. These gave scientists, Chinese scientists, I should say, a chance to conduct research without foreign partners and funding. But there was a catch. 
They were only awarded to scientists researching early human origins, according to one American scientist, in order to keep getting big money, they had to find hominids. This influenced their interpretations. End of quote. Someone is salting the dig, and it's not God. Surely you've heard of the so-called hand walkers from Turkey, who are claimed to be examples of evolution or de-evolution, as framed by neurophysiologist Unur Tan of Kukurova University in Turkey. The following excerpts are from Discover magazine. Tan invited Nicholas Humphrey, a London School of Economics physiologist, to conduct his own study. Humphrey derided Tan's claims as just plain wrong, but then introduced a controversial idea of his own. The true importance of the Turkish family, he says, is that the siblings move relatively well on their feet and their palms, which suggests that early humans also walk that way. That conclusion clashes with the prevailing view that our ancestors, ancestors excuse me, leaned on their knuckles like modern-day apes, end of quote. Members of the scientific community, aided and abetted by the compliant media armed with giant salt shakers, perpetuated this foolishness. Again from the Discover article titled, Hand Walkers and Media Circuses. Much of the newspaper convergence about the hand walkers focused excuse me, on the sensational side. Their affliction is grotesque, disturbing, and like something out of a Victorian freak show, wrote the Daily Mail, a British tabloid. Even less dramatic, reports generally accepted Tan's and Humphrey's explanations at face value. All the scientists agree that the family's walk, described as a bear crawl, may offer invaluable information on how our ape-like ancestors moved, wrote the Times of London. Largely ignored were the great majority of scientists who think the Turkish quadrupeds mean precisely nothing about human evolution. The body proportions of modern humans are widely different from those of early hominids, and that confounds the whole thing, says University of Utah evolutionary biologist Dennis Bramble. Anthropologist Robert Eckert of Pennsylvania State University notes that individuals with significant abnormalities are bad evolutionary models. He uses the example of a dog who loses a leg just because it can get around doesn't hint at a three-legged ancestor. Anthropologist John Hawks of the University of Wisconsin at Madison says science got pushed aside by the media auto circus, an automatic tendency to emphasize the sensational side of the news. That circus reached perhaps its biggest ring on a Today Show segment that began with Katie Couric saying, paging Charles Darwin, and ended with this exchange between cohort Matt Lauer. Couric, it's really fantastic, isn't it? Lauer, I'd imagine a source of curiosity. I hope there's not just kind of an influx of people to go just to stare at them. Couric, yeah, yeah, that they'll be exploited. Anyway, still ahead... Switching gears, the teacher accused of having sex with her 14-year-old student heads back to court, end of quote. The following information is from the November 2006 issue of Back to Genesis. It addresses the subject of the Kurdish handwalkers. Recently, evolutionists were excited to discover that a Kurdish family found in southern Turkey had a number of members that are palm walkers, gorillas and chimps, knuckle walk. Finding humans with ape-like behavior certainly seems to be something that evolutionists were waiting for, although there is, according to the Times story, fierce debate among them. Creationists point to tragic genetic faults, mutations, as the culprit that their genes have triggered brain damage. The siblings, 
have been determined to be severely mentally retarded, possibly due to family inbreeding. This hardly sounds like evidence for human evolution. While Darwinists continue to strongly disagree among themselves how and why natural selection favored the transition to bipedal posture and locomotion are likewise ongoing subjects of scholarly debate and conjecture. The model of our origin stands, so to speak, on Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. End of quote. Because of man's unbelief, he finds it necessary to construct all manner of unsupportable hypotheses. Foundational to these unsupportable hypotheses is evolution's beloved doctrine of uniformitarianism. The doctrine of uniformitarianism is an assumption that declares that all processes of nature have occurred at a steady pace since the beginning of time. This is foundational to evolution's claims of great age. Unfortunately for them, there were two instant influxes of tremendous energy that could not be considered uniform by any thinking person. One was the six days of creation, and the other was the worldwide flood. God proclaims the end from the beginning. His word never changes, and it is never wrong. Someone is salting the dig, and it's not God. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Man said, stem cell lies, cash-driven scientific claims, turkeys hand walkers, and who salted the dig? Now you have the record.